Hello, I'm Alex, and this is the Northern Guide to Happiness. Welcome to episode 25. As always, I'm here in our virtual studio with Kath today. How are you, Kath? I'm fine, but I'm missing my friends. I know. Where is everybody? Just However, you and me. It's, it's, it's a very select band. I think we'll tell them that. It's no, very select. Yes. It's, uh, it's half term this week. We're recording this in, in half term. So uh, there's lots of stuff going on with the kids, kids off school. Absolutely. Absolutely. What have you been up to? Uh, well, not 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 what I thought I was going to get up to. Mm, sounds intriguing today, in particular, because um, in my constant efforts to uh, cut the heating bill down, now that I'm fully in environmental mode, I asked the lovely lady from the curtain shop to come along and have a look at uh, a, a door curtain for me. And she was coming and then she didn't come. And then I got a frantic phone call to say that some sort of arrangements at her end had gone badly wrong. Oh, <laughs> so so I ended up, I think, giving her a little bit of therapy <laughs> by Aww. muttering nice things to her. And uh, so hope, um, she's coming later on in the week. But I thought, oh, it's it's been my role in life today to, to listen to people. Mm-hmm. Who've got who've got things going on in their lives? We'd be pleased to hear. I haven't, so I'm all oh, right. Don't thank worry. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I'm relieved about that. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been busy baking with uh, my eldest daughter. She made oh. a a pretty impressive triple layer death by chocolate cake just in oh. time for Strictly last night. So. Oh my goodness! It it tasted. I'd have paid good money in a shop or a cafe for a slice of this cake. It was it was pretty good. So uh, is that your idea of a good night in? Is it watching Strictly with eating oh. and eating chocolate cake? Yeah, isn't that everybody's <laughs> idea of a perfect evening? <laughs> I was I was in the pub last night, so that, that was pretty good. <laughs> You're much more rock and roll than me, Kath. I think <laughs> I nearly was last night. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, shall we introduce this week's guest interviews? Absolutely. Well, this week we've got a bit of a double act. We have Lucy and Paul Hull, who run a fabulous place in Spanish City in Whitley Bay called For the Love of the North, which is a small business supporting other small businesses and the local community as well. They talk about finding happiness in their work and their passion for the Northeast region, and how they think they have the best location for a shop in the whole of the UK. But enough of me talking, here's Lucy and Paul. Lucy, Paul, a very warm welcome to the Northern Guide to Happiness. Um, We've not had many double acts on the (laughs) podcast, uh, but I think in this case it had to be done. So uh, welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you for having us. We're very excited. How are you feeling today? Yeah, we're good, aren't we? Here we've, we are. We've, we've yeah. had a lovely morning setting up the new exhibition in the Spanish city. We're working with lots of our different artists. Um, they've all done a piece about the Spanish city. So one of the things that we love about what we do, which I'm sure we'll go into, is working with the different artists. And this has been such a nice way to see how they interpret one particular place and obviously Spanish City is close to us close to our hearts etc so so it has been lovely morning slightly stressful hanging the pieces but really (laughs) nice to see them we'll not talk about that bit 
I've been there, done that. I remember when I used to work at Discovery Museum and I'd walk into an empty gallery space at the start of a hanging period of time and the the feeling of dread in your stomach going, oh my God. But then you know the exhibition will be up and, and, and ready. And it just happens. It, it does. It, it, it all comes together to in the end. Point. But that little bit on the way is, mm, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to work? Yes. Um, so we're recording this on a Monday. Is there anything happening this week apart from the exhibition going up that you're maybe looking forward to? Hmm. Do you know what? Mondays are a funny one for us because we're in the shop over the weekend. It's our busy, busy time. Mm. So Mondays are kind of normally a little bit of a chill and then we look ahead mm. to the rest of the yeah, week. Yeah, so to come down after the, you know... Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it, it, it has been in Spanish City in the shop. It's been, been a manic busy weekend, you know, everyone kind of out and about and it was the North Tyneside 10k road race yesterday of course, so that brought yes. a lot of people so yeah Mondays can tend to be our kind of right we've been in the shop all the weekend it's our sort of come down day and then Tuesday is kind of when we look ahead and that's when we feel the week starts isn't it yeah yeah so uh, honestly I don't know what's happening the rest of this week <laughs> we haven't got to the point where we're looking ahead yet <laughs> it'll be a nice surprise it will it will, it will. <laughs> So before we go any further, you've already hinted a little bit at what you what you do, but can you perhaps both just introduce yourselves for for the listeners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we're Paul and Lucy, as you said, a, a double act. I'm not quite sure which one's Morecambe, which one's Wise, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we run for the love of the north. Um, we have a shop in the Spanish city, the iconic Spanish city on the seafront in Whitley Bay, and we have a website as well. And we work with over 60 artists from all around the northeast of England. Um, and basically, we're selling, you know, prints, cards, gifts, souvenirs, all about the northeast. So that can be, you know, pictorially, you know, images of the northeast. You know, it can be the Spanish city, St. Mary's Lighthouse, Bamborough Castle, Tynebridge, Angel of the North, to things like um, coffee, candles, you know, that, that type of thing. It's all the work of creatives from from around the northeast it, it is it, it it's it's a joy what we do it, to be able to work with so many different talented people and when we set up i think we were conscious that you could see their work in various places but some of them weren't really exhibiting anywhere or they would just do a one-off exhibition and then you wouldn't hear anything yeah. about them for another 18 months or whatever so it was bringing it all together yeah. and it, and it i mean it's been a journey you can imagine <laughs> it's been a journey but it, it it's something we both really enjoy and are passionate and about passionate about showing the northeast to its best you know you know it's, it's a fabulous place where we live we're incredibly yeah. lucky to be here um and it's just singing about that proudly it I is suppose. yeah sense of pride yeah I mean, I've, I've looked on your website before I approached you to sort of take part in in the Northern Guide to Happiness uh, podcast and you know loads of blog posts and it, it looks like you're having a lot of fun doing what you're doing but how did it all get how did it all start where did, how did you get to where you are today well I used to run the tourist information centers in North Tyneside so you know there was very you know quite quaint little centers where you would you know come for a day out or you'd come for your holiday and you would get your loads of leaflets and you would buy local souvenirs and you would ask the staff for some you know guidance and information about you know what 
give me a list of places to visit, what, where it's nice to eat, that kind of thing. Um, and I used to really love it because um, we had an office at the Royal Quays, which was you're just down uh, from the port of Tyne. So you would also get the um, the massive cruise ships coming in and the daily DFDS ferry. So you'd get, you know, Dutch, Germans, Americans, you know, people from all over. And you used to really love it because, you know, you were proud of the region and, you know, they would come to us, you know, before they started off on their journey to, you know, equip them. Um, with all this information about lovely places they could they could visit around the region, um, but sadly, um, like many other information centres around the country, um, cuts were starting to happen. Yeah. They, were, they were a very easy target because you know much as they were doing great work and and you know they they shone the light on the region. It wasn't something that people were going to kind of protest in the streets about, you know, when they're making cuts with libraries and things like that. There's there's petitions and an uproar. So it was a very easy target. And we kind of saw that this was happening because Newcastle lost theirs. Durham had lost theirs. Sunderland lost theirs. So it really was a no brainer that, you know, this was going to land pretty soon. So we started thinking about, you know, what we could potentially do. And since Lucy and I met, you know, we've always felt we would like to do something together um, and then in the about this time in 2016 sort of the autumn um, got invited to have a meeting with 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 my head of service and kind of you know I feigned surprise when he said oh, I'm afraid uh, you know the next round of budget cuts will look to close the tourist information center um, and that really instigated what are we going to what are we going to do wasn't it yeah and I, I i think you touched on it briefly there but we we met sort of later on and you know i think pretty much as soon as we met we knew that we were going to be together and it, it wasn't a surprise it, it, it we kind of had the church booked within six months or so so it, it, it was it was quite quick what was happening and and i I mean, I was a teacher at the time, I was vocational about it. And being a teacher and having a husband that worked in tourist information wasn't compatible because his busy time was my school holidays, you can imagine. So so yeah. we've been thinking for a while, what can we do so that we can spend some more time together? Paul took the voluntary redundancy and you, you'd worked with quite a few of the artists yep. in the tourist information centres and we were like, you know this is good work this is needs to be showcased and and i set up the website and sort of taught myself basic how to do a website and we launched on february the 14th 2017 valentine's day for the love of the north you know it it was and and then we got a few sales and we're like oh wow okay this is great (laughs) and and we're like okay 2017 yeah the website we could maybe look for shop premises paul can get another job so he's not totally institutionalized by the council and and say and then whitley bay carnival was on and we we're walking along and we saw our original shop premises and it was the oldest shop premises commercial in whitley bay and it had mm-hmm. a feel to it and you know when you just feel just know. you do mm-hmm. and we we're like mm-hmm yeah this isn't what we're ready for but let's go and have a look at it <laughs> and, and, and we did and and you don't just go and look it, you, you don't just go and look at a no. puppy you know and it was it was exactly <laughs> that and it was like okay so what's the worst that can happen I'm like okay we can manage it if that the worst happens and we were just like yeah let's let's give this a go so we opened 
in August of that year. Fifth um, of August, twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah, and it was mm-hmm. it was an interesting few months because obviously I took my redundancy, um, and like, and like Lucy said there, you know, you I'd worked for the council for, for on and off nine for like twenty years, so you are institutionalised. So I needed something to kind of free myself from it to to, to you know to, to be ready to kind of run your own business and just kind of you know to just get all of that corporateness out of you so i went and worked at english heritage at timeworth priory in castle as a historic property steward um and had to wear the most hideous uniform you've ever seen but you know it was, <laughs> i'm sure it wasn't that it was <laughs> I, I knew on the first day when i saw that this job wasn't gonna last long um <laughs> and the um the jam jar cinema um i worked a monday night there um behind the bar um selling tickets and serving drinks which i'd never worked behind the bar in my life but i loved it it was great and obviously a lot of the people who came into jam jar being in the heart of whitley bay um were people who would ultimately become for the love of north customers you know it was it was a great kind of way of getting to know people as well and yeah um kind of once we came to 5th of august it was um that that was the f- next phase of life really it wasn't was it? and then i obviously had to go back to school in september and we were like oh okay so so mm. we continued as we were and then we had the opportunity to have a pop-up in the stack in newcastle and at that point we we're like okay shall we do this yeah and i handed my notice in at work and we we continued with that and that was interesting because it was very, very different to mm. being in Whitley Bay, very. Newcastle City Centre, etc. Yeah. And it made us really look at the artists that we were working with and start to think about how we could work with them in slightly different ways and do more collaborations. And, and that mm. is it's certainly where my passion lies. It, 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 it's, it's working with them to produce some unique pieces. And I, I just find it really exciting to to have those creative conversations um, and and we've kind of developed and, and we're now in the Spanish city, which is the perfect location for what we're doing. And we have the online website, yeah. et cetera. And, and we, we're working with the artists, like I say, slightly differently, but but it works and I think it works for them and it works it for us. Yeah, and and it. yeah, it, we are very passionate about it. Mm, very. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nodding in agreement, Paul, because I was in a very similar position to you back in 2012. I was working at Newcastle City Council and took voluntary redundancy. So I I think I kind of know that whole thing that you were going through in terms of, oh, my goodness, mm. is this the right thing to yeah, do? Yeah. That, you know, standing on the edge of a cliff, oh, yeah. you know, is this the right decision to make? But you've just got to, oh, you've got to go. Just got to go for you it. Have. You? you have. And just, as you say, what's the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm. And, and just give it a go. And totally. if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least you've given it a go. Yeah. yeah. You know, I used to work with yeah, so yeah. many people, you know, and the people who are still there who would just think, oh, I'm sick of this. Oh, I'm fed up of this. Oh, this is what they're doing now. Oh, this is what they're doing. And, you know, you think, well, you know, you do, you do something about it. <laughs> You know, yeah. I either put it's like either put up or shut up. You know, it's do something about it. And it is a leap of faith. It, it, it is a total, is. total Definitely. leap of faith. Yeah. And you know, council teacher, there is no business background there. Like it, 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 it isn't. So so it it has been literally never mind the learning curve. It's a vertical cliff mm-hmm. um, of what, what we've been doing. But because we've been doing it together, actually. It's it's been really nice, and not all the time. Mm. You know, there has been frustrations along the way. It's mm. it's not all like fluffy all the time and nice, <laughs> but 
but it has been a real project for both of us to do together, which has just been yeah, rush, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've kind of hinted at this already, but what does for the love of the North mean? Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose at its most basic, it it is the love of the North. Well, mm-hmm. it's the love of the North, but love <laughs> of the Northeast is is is, is, is yeah. more realistic because that that's the bit that we promote yeah. and do all of the blogs it's, on it's that pride and passion in the area you know of the you know you know you, you wherever you go you know you people you know they, they, they love where they live you know people are very you know proud and stuff but i think in the northeast it's it's an extra level you know people i don't think you can meet people who have got more of a sense of passion and pride and heart than the northeast it's very special to them and you know mm. that i think that's why we send so much stuff you know via the website not just obviously you know have the, the the shop for you know people visiting in the local community but we sell stuff far and wide globally to all the expat northeasterners you know people who live far and wide now you know the Kong you know obviously for the past few months they haven't been able to to reach the northeast like they would normally do so that sense of the place they called home has resonated with them even more. Mm. And I think as well... And I wanted that little bit of it. Oh, yeah. they do. I mean, one of our regular yeah. customers is in New York, um, <laughs> which is just, yeah, lovely to send them packages, isn't it? But Global, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think for the Little North as well, as it, as it has grown, has, I feel, come to represent maybe a little bit more in terms of the work that we do with the artists, the collaborations... But also the whole sort of shop small, shop local ethos that we we do try and promote all of yep. the time. Yeah. Um. You know, we had a monthly shopping small where we were shopped in a different small independent business every day for a month, etc. We're we're firmly anti Amazon, and you know, it, it is about supporting our local businesses, the manufacturers that we're working with, and and it is pride in that, but it. I feel like it's something slightly more essential and has been particularly over the mm. last few months, etc. And and mm. it's about that community and creating that sort of togetherness. So it, it, it's interesting as, as that develops, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So supporting local business, small business, supporting the local community mm. is something that's important to you. Why, why is it important to you? And is that somewhere that you you find happiness supporting those small businesses and communities yeah because you know with respect to the small businesses the small businesses are the 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 lifeblood of the high street you know they're they're so unique they're they're offering something you know a specialist service and the people who run them you know like what we've done you know it's a thing where we've you know completely changed our our life it's it it's our you know our livelihood now but we care about it you know we're not just in like a big corporate chain where you just rack up for work and you know you just take the money and you know you're not that bothered and invested in it you know people who run small businesses genuinely care and if it wasn't for small businesses high streets which you know have been having such a rough ride the last few years they would be pretty beige gray dismal boring places you know so it's 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 really about getting people to you know behind that shop small ethos and, and and you know it's it's things like the just a card campaign where you know even if you do 
just you know sometimes people come into our shop and they'll say oh i'm sorry i'm just buying a postcard i'm just buying a card and you say no that's just no it's just you, you, you yeah. it's not yeah. don't say just you're making a massive difference because if everybody did that you know it's it's yeah and, and, and i do think that that does bring us happiness to, to be part of that community mm-hmm. of small indie businesses and you know where we can offer support in terms of mentoring or whatever that we have been able to do or or doing has has been great and the support that we've received in turn um running your own business can be incredibly lonely and to to have that community around us it's incredibly important Mm. yeah yeah it is it is yeah and i think um certainly and you'll know better than than me you know it it felt like during the, the the pandemic and during the lockdown small businesses although there were challenges really seemed to come to the fore in terms of providing services where the bigger companies couldn't you know a lot of people i think reverted back to shopping mm. more locally because you know they didn't want to travel too far to do their shopping or whatever um, and you mentioned at, at the start there paul that you had a really busy weekend do you feel like things are, are picking up and, and getting busy or yeah it's, i mean it's been you know traditionally october is is one of the quietest months in retail it can be our second quietest month after january after the sort of christmas rush but honestly it, it's it's things have changed so much where traditionally there's like you know a little lull at the end of the summer that transition as people did you know get back to doing other things and you know saving for christmas you know i'm not doing that yet but it's just as if like the summer finished and we've just gone straight into autumn it's a straight line <laughs> you know there's been no deviation from that and you know people have realized do you know during the pandemic that they don't need to go far to get their happiness that what they need you know where we live in whitley bay you know we've got lovely things like you know the bound the the, the bookshop there people love going there to get the the books there's nicholson's the butchers where they can get all of their their meat and you, you know lovely fruit and veg bakers other lovely little gift shops refill shops you know florists you know there's there's a wonderful array and you look and you think my word this is all on our doorstep and i think people have got back to that thing of you know even through the week because you know as people are working from home they've got a bit more flexibility that they can get out more and and and, you know maybe pop out for half an hour and just embrace the the high street and i think people get a, a bit of a skip in the step from doing that I think as well, um, the weekend just gone has been the Scottish half term. So we've had a lot of people coming down from Scotland. Now, this is really interesting because, again, this I think it's happening more and more since the pandemic, etc. People obviously aren't travelling abroad as much, but they're coming back and they're bringing their family to Whitley Bay because that's where they went when they were little. Mm. And mm. they've got all these happy memories of it, and they come in and they tell us all about it, and it, it's lovely, isn't it? Yes, lovely. One of the best things about the Spanish city, I really do think, is the memories attached to it, and people coming yeah. in and saying, oh, "I can remember, I was courting here, I was, <laughs> you know, this was the sweet shop." It, mm-hmm. it, it's it's just lovely, and to see them who possibly if it hadn't been for all of this wouldn't be coming to Whitley Bay for their holidays but are now mm. and passing that joy on to their grandchildren etc it, it is just lovely yeah, to, to see and, and they all comment on how nice Whitley Bay is and the community and all of the things that Paul was just mentioning there about the different small independent businesses so it, it's they even coming for a short holiday they can sort of sense the vibe and the positivity mm. which yeah it's good yeah it is 
Now you've mentioned Spanish City a couple of times already. I mean, that's that that's where you're based. I mean, the location it's not too shabby, is it? It's <laughs> it's it's a pretty impressive place to be. You know, was that how, how did that come about? You know, was was picking that venue important to you um, and your happiness? We, we were desperate to be in there. We, we were like literally <laughs> hounding them <laughs> and sort of kept saying, the door. Yeah, we, we, kept saying we are the perfect match for you. We are the perfect. And they were like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, Dan, our friend who runs the jam jar, he was walking past me. He's like, there's a shop for let. And I was like, oh my goodness. So we got straight in touch with them. And yeah, no, that was, that was so important in terms of the happiness and, and, I genuinely, genuinely think, I may be wrong, but I genuinely think, we have the best view of any shop in the whole of the UK. You look out of the shop, you see the sea, You, you it's just gorgeous. The first month that we were there in November 2019, there was a rainbow every single day that I was in there, every single day. And it's just- It was meant to be. Yeah, it, it was. was it, I genuinely think it, it is. It was meant to be. We live in Whitley Bay, we're part of the Whitley Bay community. We can walk down to, to I don't even think of it as work. We can walk down to the shop. We can walk and, and, and do that. And we're walking along the seafront. Um, yeah, yes, no, it does. It means a lot to our happiness, definitely. Yeah. Do you know, so many people that we've we've talked to on, on the podcast, there's not, and we, we've not sort of, it's not happened, you know, by, by design. It's just so many people have talked about how, being by the sea and being near the sea is important to their well-being and their happiness contentment levels it really yeah it, it is I, I i grew up in yorkshire so as far from the sea as you possibly can be but my mum and dad are both from newcastle and our family holidays were here were in berwick as well and and i i could not live without being within walking distance of the sea i, I it's it just makes my soul sing. Mm. Um, it, whether whether it's, I mean, walking back today from the shop, it was like a mill pond to see. It was so so mm. calm, but equally I like it when it's really yeah, wild. It's the, it's the <laughs> and, beauty, it's, you know. and it gets wild. Oh, it, it does. does. And, it wild. It yeah, does, and, and I, know, I, no two I actually days find it more calming yeah. the wilder it gets in some ways. It, it just yeah, I, I I love it. Whereas you didn't go down to the beach as much before we met um, no I've, i mean i always lived in the in the in the region you know um but no no i didn't used to get because my mum and dad had a caravan in the country so it was kind of the other way around we we went to <laughs> we went we went to the durham dales you know and embraced mm-hmm. the the countryside but yeah we, we, we love seeing the sea it's it's no two days are the same are they no no and it, we, we try we don't always but we try and get down and have a walk each day um yeah. it just yeah i, I think it just calm it does, yeah. yeah for my happiness it's incredibly important so is there anywhere else in your working life that you find happiness i mean i think you've pretty much uh ticked all the boxes really as far as yeah happy happiness at work goes i think it's you know it's, it's the creative process of working with the artist you know so from an idea of a project seeing it through to its completion you know like we, we work with our artists on our sort of limited edition t-shirts and hoodies where we'll ask one and, and, and pay them to do a, a, a design and mm-hmm. it's that initial you know where you know we're excited because you know the artist is so unique and well, they're all unique and different but you know it's what what are they going to come up with and you know you go through what we're going to put it on what colors is it going to be and and you go through that whole process of, of of the idea 
through to you know getting it actually put onto a t-shirt or a or a hoodie and then to actually see it you know out there in the in the shop and everyone you know sporting it, it it's 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 a lovely kind of boost thinking god you know we we kind of gave birth to that idea with the artist and and, and you know there there it is you know it's it's a it journey is. and one of the things that we've been involved in recently is the kickstart which was for I don't know whether it was 16 or 18 year olds to 24 um, who had been out of work and were on universal credits for six months and it was a government scheme where they could come and do 20 up to 25 hours a week with a business and we um, have worked with a couple so we've worked with Laura in particular with who is a graphic illustrator and she's fab so she's com completed her degree and then obviously coronavirus there's no jobs etc etc but she's designed so many different products for us and the joy of seeing her and how happy she is to see these designs that she's done made into actual real life products that people are buying and taking to their own home and she's just absolutely buzzing yeah. and to be able to have worked with her and I think for me that satisfies my teaching side as well because we've done mentoring with her each week and you know all of that sort of coaching thing which I've really really enjoyed um, it, and, it, it, and it's fab and so we've Christmas decorations she's done, pin badges, there's coasters, there's and all sorts and it, it, it's sorts. been really good and her six months placement's finished but we've been able to keep her on for some hours each week mm. so there's a continuing relationship that's been yeah. built there yeah. and, and her confidence is, is just growing and oh, growing. Massive, it, massively it, yeah, growing. It, so, so things like that bring me yeah a lot of happiness and it is slightly tied in with the teaching and the mentoring and stuff but you know that that was my background as well so for us to be able to go down that route a little bit makes me happy and i, yeah, I think wow. as well you know running your own business i mean it's you know you'll know it's 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 all consuming it's 24 7 you know it's not mm -hmm. kind of yeah. you know like a nine, <laughs> nine, it's not a nine to five monday to friday gig but you don't you know work for yourself you don't get that sort of sunday night feeling that you would get you know when mm -hmm. i was a kid you know or whatever you would hear like the theme tune to last of a summer wine and you knew that was the end of the weekend <laughs> you sure you're sure you're know. you would you would that signaled you know the end of the weekend and yeah, and that yeah. sort of pang you would get in your stomach and things like that you know it's like you can you know it, it does take up your whole life but you can do things on your own terms you know there's no one else telling you what to do you're not having to follow like you know when you work for a big organization them every sort of year they were changing the direction in which they were going and you would have to just get used to it but then you'd have to change and oh yeah we'll go again so it's just nice to be able to think this is this is us this is ours and you know we're doing it on our own terms and to be able to do it together mm -hmm. as well yeah I, I, I mean to be fair i feel like i've won the lottery on a daily basis <laughs> I, I, I do i, I feel incredibly lucky to have met Paul and to be able to be doing this together it, yeah Ditto. yeah yeah, yeah. I'm incredibly happy I don't like sounding oh, I know I sound like Bridget Jones smug married I'm very very conscious of it so, so we don't go down that but yeah, yeah it's all it's almost yeah my cup is very full with that yeah yeah that's nice that's good so what does happiness mean to you is it something that you think much about is it something that you actively work on not so much now but i have in the past if that mm -hmm. makes sense so mm -hmm. 
I suppose times in my past when I've not been happy is when it's very, very obvious, isn't it? And then it, it's about that, I, I don't know, like self-worth and, and that you deserve happiness, etc. And so I suppose I think I have done a bit of work around that and feeling it peace with it i'm not a relaxed person that's fine i'm fine with that now whereas at one point i was like well actually do i need to be meditating do i need to be doing all of these things to make me relaxed and happy and stuff i don't I, you know i do quite like meditating um sometimes but it, i i felt like i was putting pressure on myself to be something that i wasn't if that makes sense mm. and i think no no i totally get that yeah. there's, there's a sort of happiness in in i am enough i i'm mm. Yeah, yeah. It's about, you know, as well, kind of where, where we are now. It's that thing of, you know, reflection as well of kind of looking back at, you know, what you were doing beforehand and where you are now. And, you know, that makes me happy because I kind of feel, you know, that not that I've, you know, had an unhappy life or anything like that, far, far from it, but kind of like professionally and as a, as a person, I kind of feel more like the ultimate like truest version of me now mm -hmm. in 2021 mm -hmm. doing what we're doing than I've ever done in my life you know and that's kind of true warts and all of you but I, I'm kind of happy in that you know I'm happy who I yeah. am I'm happy where my, my my life is I'm you know so happy with Lissy and I, I, I just think yeah it's that kind of just looking in the mirror and thinking yeah you know I'm the ultimate truest version of Paul at the moment and that that's that's me that gives me a great deal of happiness and I don't nice. think that we take it for granted either is, is the other thing no. with it I think we recognize how lucky we are to have met each other but not just to have met each other but to bring something special together that we can work together in a business. I mean, not, you know, not every husband and wife could do this <laughs> together. <laughs> it, 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 there are times when it isn't as easy and stuff. Do you know what I mean? But, but course, we, we bring yeah. things, different things to the business. And so to personally, very, very happy. And also on the business side to have gelled so well, I, I think it's unusual to do that. And, and no, we don't, we definitely don't take it for granted. No. And, Whilst I don't feel it's something we need to work at in terms of happiness, I just think we are incredibly happy, if that makes mm. sense. But maybe we had to work at it in the past <laughs> to get to this yeah. point. Yeah. Life is a journey, yeah. is it not? Yeah, absolutely. So when, you, when you're not working on the business and you're not, you're not together, where do you personally find happiness? Is there, are there particular things that you like to do? Do we or... have time when we don't work together? We're not <laughs> together. <laughs> tell you the theory <laughs> in an ideal world <laughs> oh in an ideal world mine would be all about traveling it still is i, I mean I've, I've found the last couple of years you know we've all found it incredibly difficult but we don't drive so we've been very very rooted in whitley bay we love whitley bay <laughs> but my goodness ready to get on a plane and just go somewhere um, again before i met paul I was a teacher, I had six weeks off. It would be regular mm. for me to only have three or four days at home and I would have my suitcase lined up ready to go on one holiday after the other. So I'd compromised anyway about how much I was away. So the last few years has kind of brought home to me how much I value different cultures and, and mm. being able to, to visit and to sort of, yeah, ju just the whole travel thing. I, I'm, 
I, I miss it, you know, the, the, that, but it brings me a lot of happiness. And I've got some amazing memories from things that I've done in the past, etc. But yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Because, you know, I've worked in my previous roles, you know, I've always worked with people, you know, I've always, you know, like I've worked in the libraries for the council, I worked in tourist information. So you're always constantly interacting with people. And like, you know, as we're doing, in, you know, when I'm in the shop now, you're always, you know, you're, on form and you're working with people so kind of my sort of like happy 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 place is is often being like as this you will joke like the most anti-social person on the planet <laughs> so it can be me like on the sofa I mean, we're both big um doctor who fans like i go back to doctor who from when i was a kid when tom baker was the doctor um so i love like the classics of you know 1970s version of the show um, so for me, it's it's like getting my DVD box sets out, sat in front of the fire as I was last night watching John Pertwee, you know, and I just go back. <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, I just go back to like, <laughs> like to a kind of like, I don't know, it's just like that time's magical. And I just just love kind of seeing all the old episodes and just sort of switching off and and doing that because that, that's kind of my downtime, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we all need downtime yeah. to then make sure that we're, we're we can be the best that we can yeah. be in whichever environment that we're in you know I mean I, I've got two kids and I I don't want to be with them all the time <laughs> you know I, I need space you know for me but actually having my own time then makes me a better parent when I'm then mm -hmm. with them and you know as you say you know getting away from Whitley Bay for a, a holiday means that you appreciate it more when you come of back course and it does. the same with being anti-social watching Doctor Who <laughs> you know so I totally get yeah. that and yeah, it's yeah. been really interesting over the last couple of years well we i mean we really haven't had any space from each other it you know it has been full on doing the business through all of this mm. and mm. living together and yeah i mean we've, i think we've done actually quite well with we that have, yeah. in, in, you know <laughs> when you look back we don't we really have. reflect on it We're do you but actually <laughs> we, I, I think we have because... we haven't had time to no we haven't that, have we? no it's all just been so full on yeah it, yeah. it has but to, to sort of be living together, to be working together all of the time. And normally, in a normal time, you would still go out with your friends. You, you'd meet up, you'd go totally. whatever, you know, go to the cinema, etc. And when that's taken away, it it does make you appreciate it more, doesn't it? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, that whole absence makes the heart grow fonder and all that. Yeah, yes, yes. yeah. So we're looking forward to travel again seeing people all, all the things that everybody's looking forward to isn't mm -hmm. it absolutely yeah. yeah so what's next for you and for the love of the north have you got any exciting plans coming up that you can tell us about we've um oh so during the last lockdown because we're a bit bored <laughs> that's it um, <laughs> nothing else to do <laughs> nothing else to do so we set up another company um the stationary society <laughs> lessons for punishment but Basically, what it is is working with artists from across the UK, not just the Northeast. And this, it's a monthly subscription box, it fits through the letterbox, and is stationary, so notepads, notebooks, um, cards, all sorts of things like that. It's really good. It's really exciting because it's doing the bits that we like, which is working with the creatives even more so. Mm -hmm. um, so that. Did that launch in July or August? It launched in the summer, didn't it? We launched it. The website kind of went live in, in sort of early July and then the first box went out in August, wasn't it? Yeah, so we've had three boxes have gone out with that. So it's very much still finding its feet and we're still getting mm -hmm. our head around the whole 
it's monthly. It's a monthly subscription box. It's a lot. <laughs> um, it's, it's, Got to get it done. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that is something that we're very excited about. Um, lots of possibilities for working with the artists. And we'll see where that takes us, I think. In terms of for the love of the north, it's the road. To, this time of the year, it's kind of you're in the zone of the the road to Christmas. But what yeah. going back to stationary society? We, we can't really say anything about it at the moment. But watch this space because it might be popping up somewhere um, in the northeast. Popping up very, very, very much the word, not on a permanent basis. Is that, but is that pop, an exclusive? But popping up yes. somewhere, <laughs> um, so you can you can learn more about the stationary society. Um, at a location wow. in the northeast, um, so very yeah, mysterious. yes, very mysterious. And and I think <laughs> I, for us, there will be a holiday in there. The um, we'll continue working with the artists like we are. I, I, I think there's that. We've done a little bit of mentoring um, for people who are at the beginning of their small indie business retail journey, and I think that's something mm-hmm. that we definitely both of us yeah. would like to pursue it's finding the time to commit and, and to <laughs> I was do that say, you need you need more hours in the yeah, day we 100 percent need more yes. hours in the day um i think that doesn't sound like a lot for us but i suspect that it will be it will because it'll it'll they're the bones the meat will something come. small always just <laughs> yes. gets bigger and bigger it does, doesn't it have does. a little idea and it just explodes we yeah. get excited yeah. we do <laughs> and, and, and then it yeah and, and then it takes over and the game because we're working with so many fab people they get excited too so they all bring their passion to it and then it just goes Whoa! <laughs> yeah yes you can, yeah yeah so yes <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, that all sounds fabulous. Um, if people want to find out more about For the Love of the North, how can they do that? We've got the website, www.fortheloveofthenorth.co.uk, and we're on all social that you would expect us at Love of the North. Indeed. Yeah. Come and see yeah. us in Spanish City. We're open seven days a week, so, so come and say hello. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much, Paul, Lucy. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you this afternoon. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we've enjoyed it. So that was Lucy and Paul. What did you think, Kath? Well, it was it was interesting because I got a surprise mm. when I listened to this. I was hugely thrilled about. And the other thing was how happy they sounded. So overall, there are things I'd like to talk about. But I actually worked with Paul Ah, when I had my little office in the library. Back in the day. Back in the day. And I was surfing the web, their website while I was listening to the and I was looking at the model who was modelling the T-shirts and thinking, Know that face, know that face. <laughs> and then then when I was listening, I thought, I know that voice, I know that voice. <laughs> and yes, we, we must have been in the library at this at the same time and mm-hmm. uh, I have seen him about town as well. So it was really nice to uh, to think I know I know some successful people, you know. <laughs> More successful people than I than I usually do. But I think there was a few fascinating things. One was when they talked about 
the Scottish visitors coming back to Whitley Bay mm. because that immediately created pictures of queues at the station and things like that. And they were bringing their grandchildren back because they couldn't go away on holiday abroad. I just thought that was amazing. Yeah. Would that have been the, the ship workers working in Glasgow? Well, it, would have been, it would have been the formal holidays, the shutdown holidays, mm. yes, mm -hmm. because um, the special trains were put on and that they would have brought them right the way from the Scottish towns directly into Whitley Bay. And that's one of the reasons why Tynemouth Station's got so many platforms. And oh. uh, so for them to be in the Spanish city, seeing Scottish visitors talking about the old days of, of Whitley Bay was just magical, absolutely magical. And I know Spanish City's got a special place in your heart, Kath, because I know you kind of, uh, you were involved in a little way in the restoration project through a, a film project that you did yeah. with Voda, didn't you? Yes, it was the Romance in the Dome project a few years ago. And that was such a privilege to be involved in that for lots of different reasons, partly because we were part of the team that was involved in the restoration and we got to meet we got to meet lots of people but also because we met people who had met their partners there when it was a dance venue and we heard all those lovely stories and yeah. I listened to them a few weeks ago and just thought they stood the test of time so beautifully it's it's a pretty impressive location to be based in, isn't it? I think it uh, is. Yeah, a pretty yeah. special location. Absolutely, I've noticed the sign above the shop, but I've never I've never been in. I must go in and and have a look because it it just looks amazing, and for them to do it as a almost as a variation on a collective where where they support other people to mm. do their work. It puts a new spin on business, doesn't it? Yeah. It's not like we're going to make the last book out of this. It was, let's get everybody together to, to do it. So absolutely full of admiration for what they've done. Absolutely. It was a joy to talk to them. It was a lovely interview. As you say, they, they both sounded so happy on the recording as well. They're obviously very happy with themselves and, and, and the business. And, um, you know, being a, a small business owner myself, I know that it's not always happy. Uh, there, there are stresses along the way, but uh, they really seem to have just found happiness with what they're doing. And uh, yeah, it was it was fab talking to them. I really enjoyed it. There was, there was one thing that I think it was... Paul said about in the other world before they started up the business in the background he recalled the end of the weekend feeling mm -hmm. where it's Sunday night and you can't do anything else but think about Monday yeah. <laughs> and I, I could relate to that so much I thought yeah mm -hmm. been there been there done that yeah, yeah. But but now they've got something wonderful to, to look forward to on Mondays. So yeah, so that was yeah. great. I really enjoyed it. So we, we don't really need to talk about happiness, do we? Because the whole the whole interview was kind of Exactly. Just, it just exuded happiness, didn't it? Did, it? The whole it did. the whole interview. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you, Kath, and thank you, Lucy and Paul, for a very happy interview. Thank you. If you've been inspired by this podcast episode, then we'd love to hear from you. We love hearing your stories and opinions on what happiness means to you. 
You can get in touch via email, hello at thenorthernguidetohappiness.co.uk or you can find us on Twitter at North Happiness and Instagram and Facebook at Northern Happiness. We're really glad to be spreading joy and happiness around the North East through this podcast, thanks to funding from the National Lottery Community Fund and the Newcastle COVID Fund. So thank you so much to our funders for their support. Next week, Chris talks to Alison Stenning, who is a professor of social and economic geography at Newcastle University. She's also involved in Play Meet Street North Tyneside, which supports and encourages streets across North Tyneside to play out and meet. So you'll hear Chris ask her questions like this. Interesting you mentioned scooters, but what's your, what's your verdict about uh, scooting as a, as a form of transport for, for grown-ups? And hear Alison give answers like this. <laughs> it really kills my leg. Like, <laughs> I just, I, I end up kind of like with one leg in this kind of slightly kind of you know, I don't know, bent position. And yes. yeah. And so there've been, you know, a few times when um what we yeah, one of one of the things my daughter likes to do is to go places that I don't know, which is really difficult because mm. I know this part of North Tyneside really well. Yeah. Um and she she wanted to go but she there was one time and then and then she was thinking about kind of a place that we'd been before, which happens to be kind of a very long, straight, um and slightly downhill cycle path. Ooh, um cool. Uh, and she wanted to scoot down it, and I was on. My, and she insisted that I was on my scooter too. And like we probably we probably went about eight miles that day. That's like maybe, maybe not that much, maybe six, but quite a Even long way. Even so, that's, yeah, I was that's just exhausted. Like, my <laughs> leg was killing me, and she was perfectly happy. So yeah. So we've reached the end of another episode. We hope you're enjoying listening to the Northern Guide to Happiness. Take care, and see you all again next week for another episode. <laughs>